Welcome. This is the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. This is an Ivy Pod production. You can find us at ivypod.com. We are Ivy Pod on Facebook, Ivy Podcast on Twitter, and mail at Ivy Pod is our email. Let's begin episode 79 of the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. Hi, Jen. Hi. Howdy. We're back Hold again. On. We're keeping it going. Darn right. We actually got somewhat of a uh, schedule going. Yeah. Although, if people are like me, they're probably annoyed that it's as long as it is, because I like my shows weekly to come out. But you get what you get. Yeah. You get what you get, and you don't get upset. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so what's uh, what's new? Uh, nothing. We ate all different things i guess we got uh some good local news right i thought positive yeah we wanted to jump right into this one just because i thought it was really it's right up our alley it's the uh star rock expansion that um uh which will be our former governor bruce rauner announced a couple weeks ago right um the expansion of star rock is a 55 percent increase uh in the acreage there and now it'll be a long time until that is open to the public because it, it needs to be evaluated and uh, surveyed and all that and probably gonna have save. to make some trails i mean i don't know right. that all that that's probably some pretty r- a lot of rough terrain out there yeah i, I uh um maybe one of our future correspondents we talked about he'd like you know getting uh boy scouts and volunteers and people in there to help clear stuff i don't know how good they do but um yeah it, it, uh, i don't know the uh, army corps of engineers and do different volunteer groups but it's funny because in a state where there is no money <laughs> how they're going to fund this and then maintain it when they're already struggling to uh, maintain the, the, current, the current, current park is, is a big question. And, and when you we, we you had the article printed out and read through it and, and the news trip article, and, and it's like, as those are very valid points. I, yeah. I almost wonder if Rauner was doing it as like a vote for me. Last second publicity <laughs> yeah. thing, yeah. I don't think it was. I, I think I'm, no, I don't I, think I'm, so. I'm happy he did it. I think that's really awesome like that they they negotiated was a what was it 11 million dollars from buzzy unison uh that that they're they're getting in there and then there's also questions too because it's uh going to be a reduction in tax revenue uh to the tune of like three hundred thirty thousand dollars to the area um i didn't see that part that we'll miss out on so uh there are some questions but um i mean our grandkids will thank us because these are the things i think we should be doing is conservation and saving you know saving these areas because they're really cool area so although we've been on lone star property it is a massive (laughs) amount i mean just to put this into perspective starved rock state park is 2862 acres big matheson state park is 1935 acres this lone star acquisition is 2629 so almost equal to the current size of starved rock it's it is massive now i know a lot of this, yeah, I mean, just looking at, like, a Google satellite of it, you know, there's a lot of rough areas they're definitely going to have, like you said, they're going to have to clear and make it usable in some way. But, I mean, just having land available, because, I mean, you know as well as I do, and anybody anybody local and, and might touch on this uh, in our next segment, I mean, if you go out there, I mean, it's great that Star Rock is doing as well as it it is as it is i mean it's fantastic it's bringing tourism to the area to utica and all the surrounding areas 
but as a as a local person who likes to go out there and hike it sucks when you go out there on one of those you know really busy days you feel like cattle mm-hmm. and and i i mean as a result i actually avoid a lot of the main trails that come off the visitor center in the lodge i don't even go to them anymore i just yeah, go to the no. outskirts yeah it's, it's i take 71 all the time i live on south ottawa we visit uh in-laws over in peru and and uh I like taking 71 and, and the amount of people that end up on the road. Have I complained about this to you before? <laughs> um, I just, I can't fathom. I mean, there are spots where you what cross. What do you mean they, they end up on the road? They end up walking back to the lodge oh, yeah. on the road. I, I had that. to have complained about this, but no. it drives me bonkers because it's like, there's, and maybe they just like pavement. I don't know. Like, our blacktop asphalt just makes them feel like they're at home. I, I assume they're suburban and city dwellers. Probably. Not that we're not to an extent, but dang it. Like, there's a trail 150 yards to your north most of the time. That's, yeah, it, it's it's a trail. But, I mean, what are you doing on? It's dangerous to be uh, hiking through yeah. those curves. There's no, I, I, there's nowhere to stand. Walking on the shit. It's dangerous to shoulder. drive those. It, those well, you got to take it easy, right? Yeah. Let alone walk. Holy cow. Yeah, I actually had a story. Though, That's that, funny. A couple, um, a couple weeks back, I, I, I was, we went to a wedding, and then I came, I came home, and I realized I left my phone at my in-laws. Uh, we, they were babysitting our kids for a few hours, and we went to this reception, and uh, so we drove home, and then we put the kids to the bed, and then I realized my phone was in Peru, so I was like, you know what, it's ten o'clock at night, I'm just going to turn around and get it. It's either that, or I go back tomorrow, or what? I don't know. They mail, it. forget it. I'll just go get it. It's you know probably about an hour, 20, 25, 30 minutes to go get it. 25, 30 minutes, come back. Ten o'clock at night, no big deal. And I, you know, I'm hustling there, buzzing through the curves, and all of a sudden, it's just cops everywhere. And I'm like, oh, ooh, what is going on here? And yeah. I'm thinking, and I know I had a, I, I had a beer. I knew I wasn't like legally drunk, but no one wants to go through like a road check. And who would put those in the curves? And everything's sure. running through my head. And I'm like, <laughs> what's going on? I mean, sheriff's deputies. I mean, there was like three of them at one point, and then I go a little further, and there's just lights everywhere. I'm like, whoa! Like, what happened? Like, we were just through this area like an hour before. Yeah. Well, um, so I, I get waved through, and it looked like there was an accident or something was going on. I got waved through, and I made it to Peru, and I ended up driving right back through same thing and there's a tow truck there or whatever nice well whatever someone must have put it into the railing or into the trees or something that's crazy about no there was that that guy that that got into the high-speed chase and it 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 concluded in the uh the curves he was from like north dakota or something like that and he ran from the police at starting at the four corners there on 78 and 71 not from the area he's not from the area he's he's probably thinking like oh illinois (laughs) I'll yeah. be fine. I'll barrel into and this. And then he curve. goes through Star of Rock seventy one <laughs> windy turns. Yeah, yeah it just that and like old. an old uh, like caravan or something oh. like that. Not not the sporty vehicle you want to be trying to muscle through these curves at a high rate of speed. I mean, just not being familiar with those curves and trying to high speed get away from somebody that's you're not done gonna work no, no. Uh, and and he ended up I, well I, I don't even i i assume he made it they, they, they ended up having to like airlift him i don't think they did it from there or whatever but they got him to the hospital and had to airlift him probably to peoria oh. or whatever but i yeah, that just saw happened. that like on monday and i was like whoo <laughs> like i yeah. just barely missed that this, like seeing like at night you're just like okay raccoons possum deer whatever i swear we almost hit an owl one time um that's about it and I, it was it was just creepy like coming into that and just like police everywhere and you're just like what what's going on oh and 
and then you're looking for a wreck, but I think the guy was so far into the timber or something, I couldn't even tell where the, the vehicle was that got wrecked. It was pretty brutal. So, wow. yeah, I'm not sure how I got on that jag, but it's a pretty funny story. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. the... Uh, um well, where we were going with that before is, I was saying, you know, people this is walking. great. Be, you know, be, yeah, people <laughs> walking, but then the, just the crowds in general yeah, yeah. at Star of Rock. And the fact that they've added all this additional land should spread out the masses a little bit. And maybe it won't be so crazy busy right. at Star of Rock. At least that's what I'm hoping. Yeah, I, I hope I hope that's true. Because, I mean, and it, it does seem like s- some people don't know about matheson but i think even right. that one's busy now it is but yeah not nearly as bad as as star of rock is right and, and uh, like the people that that the the road walking people it's just oh, I, so that's how that i got started on that and i don't know i mean i'm I'll, most of this land that's on here i'm not too familiar with the only stuff i i know bailey falls is included in there which i don't think they're calling that anymore they, they came up with a new name for it but Did, uh, didn't it get sort of reclaimed like it didn't it Bailey change? Falls. Yeah, no, I know that, but didn't didn't they do something? I Man. saw somebody post something that they had already changed the name of Bailey Falls, and it's going to be like Rock uh, Cut Rock Falls or oh. something like that. I don't. I'm just shooting from the hip oh. there. I don't even know. We need someone to let us know what. I thought that that had it sort of had been. Uh, but that's a very nice area. Yeah. I mean that that's changed. my last. Well, the last time I was there would have been 1999 Senior Skip Day. Which unfortunately you missed out on. I did. I did. Yeah, we carried we lit, we carried a barrel of beer out there, out in the woods, hiked through the woods. I mean, there there was a trail, but it wasn't really a significant trail. I'll just never forget that. It was like a classic senior skip day. What you would envision a senior skip day to be. We hiked out to the middle of nowhere. These was it waterfalls. All foam then by the time you got there. No, yeah, I think probably was. Yeah, <laughs> good times. Good times. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was a great time. We had a keg of beer. We had waterfalls. A nice day. And that's so I have very of. very yeah, although honestly, you know, like many things we did when we were young, I look back on that and, and think, man, were we dumb cuz how, how no saw, one ever got airlifted out of there. <laughs> well, I I did go back to that spot at a later date when the water was down mm-hmm. and like where we were jumping in was there was a rock formation in the water we didn't know was there very very close to where we were jumping in easily could have just, oh man so it's like oh so dangerous i'm so t- i'm turning into my mom yeah now. well you sh- that's healthy yeah yeah <laughs> that's healthy someone's got to talk to your kids and be like hey Daddy, have he? Uh, don't listen to the podcast. He never jumped off no cliffs. No, I don't know anything <laughs> about that. In fact, yeah. So that's. Uh, but so, speaking of that, I mean, do you want to go into this next yeah, segment about like top three? Baby crying in the background. Oh yeah, sorry about that, everybody. Yeah. They can't hear it. No, actually, actually they can. Yeah. <laughs> He's pretty pissed. It sounds like. What did you do to him? I didn't do anything. He's he needs to eat apparently. So. Since we're talking about Star Brock, <laughs> we thought it would be fun to do a our favorite three hikes or three or so hikes from the Star Brock area. That'd be a nice little spin-off. So And yeah. if you've got favorite hikes, feel free to message us or post it on Twitter or Facebook. We appreciate your feedback. Mm-hmm. So and I was just saying this, so I'll I'll kind of start this off because you know, for my top three, I, I put a lot of thought in this. I've been thinking about this like all night and day, and my my hiking preference with Star of Rock has changed a lot over the years. 
Like when we were in high school and, and at going to IVCC, we would go out there and we were looking for climbing and mm-hmm. jumping and swimming, doing all the things you're not supposed to do. Right. So, you know, some of the spots that were my favorite back then are places I just don't go to anymore. Right. Uh, because that's not something I'm going to take my uh, little kids to go do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that said, I had to think about it like, well, what are the places that I go to the most often? So that's kind of how I framed it. And as I said before, the, the, the place in general, Starve Rock, is so crowded these days. I mean, I used to really love French Canyon and St. Louis Canyon. Those used to be some of my favorite places mm-hmm. to go. Those are beautiful. But, but they're so, like, St. Louis Canyon being across the street, at least the parking lot, from Grand Bear is a very, very highly traveled mm-hmm. uh, trail these days. And then, mm-hmm. and then French Canyon is off of the visitor center, so that's, that is extremely busy. And Starve Rock, Lover's Leap, all those that are right off the visitor center, extremely busy. So I tend to go on 71 to some of the more of the, mm-hmm. the, off, the offshoot ones. But I'd have to say my number three would be, you mentioned it before, Matheson Park. And that would be the main Matheson Park hike. So, you know, if you haven't gone and done Not this. Not from the lake shelter, but from the main. From the main parking lot where yeah. the fort is. Yes. You drop down the steps, mm-hmm. big, big, big flight of steps. You get down to what would be a, an overlook. There's like a bridge mm-hmm. overlook uh, where you can look down on the mm-hmm. uh, the Cascade Falls. So if you go from that overlook to your, if you come down the steps and you go to your left. It doesn't matter if you cross the bridge and go to your left or just come down the stairs and go to your left. You just have to go to your left. And no matter what you do, you'll end up in the same place. There's another set of stairs on the far side. I guess it would be the south side. Mm-hmm. And that takes you down to inside the canyon. Then you walk a decent hike. It's actually a pretty long hike when you put it all together. Mm-hmm. But when you get to the end, the Cascade Falls area, you, I mean, that is, it's so big and so wide open. And then off to the left-hand side, there's those little caves with the, the holes yep. where you can pretend you're like in Goonies for a little bit mm-hmm. when you crawl yeah, through those. Yeah, there's a pirate ship back there. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> so that's, uh, that would, I'm going to rank that as my number three. That's your three. Okay. That would be my favorite one. Nice. It okay. really would. I like that lower delt. That entire lower dells area is. I don't know. When I think of hiking at Star Rock, even Ma- even though it's Matheson, that's my. That's what I. I think that one's my favorite. Yeah. I just enjoy that one the most. It is. No, it's yeah. a great hike, and it's 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 a little longer, but and and it gets a little muddy down there too. So oh yeah. Yeah. So you got to be prepared for that. But I mean, if you're hiking, you should know better. Best, not to wear best in the don't wear your Uggs, ladies. In the winter is is when, after the fresh snowfall can be is is oh. a sort of unbelievable hike. Absolutely, yeah. It's in fact, peaceful. And honorable mention: parking at the lake and dropping down from there in the wintertime is kind of cool mm-hmm. because you can go. There's some paths you can take in the wintertime that you can't normally take if you go there because you can cross there's there's one spot in particular oh where, where the what with the water you mean yeah where you yeah. can cross the water i mean it of course you can walk right through the water if you if if that doesn't bother you but not everybody wants to do that and in the winter time you can just walk right across mm-hmm. that's if you park at the and you stay in the lower area and you just kind of yeah force just follow through. that that's a tight that's a fun trail just because it's kind of a tight corridor um and there's a nice spot where there's like a rock formation where it's a good hangout spot i'll call it yeah uh where there's like a ledge where you can see a lot of people have hung out and carved into the rocks mm-hmm. but but yeah so okay cool we're both in agreement matheson main hike top of the list you got any what, what else you got well i i i just like like the regular um like ottawa canyon 
or I mean, Illinois Canyon is the that that little area at the end of the yeah. Starved Rock area towards right. Ottawa. Right. Absolutely. Uh, Ottawa and Illinois. Those. That, Ottawa's that on area. my my list too. Yeah, that that where you just go back and it's big and it's it's just kind of nice. I I don't know. That would probably be my two actually. It it, it just kind of go. Um, it's quick, really. I mean, there's not yeah. a lot to it, and there and it's. Well, Illinois is a long one, but Ottawa is a short one. Right. Yeah, it's just it's nice. It's it's fun. It's it's an easy one. It's flat. It's there's a few spots where you have to cross through a little bit of water to get back to Illinois Canyon, but um, yes, there is. Yeah, and, and there was a spot you know where you used to be able to go hike up there and trespass and and not, do things you shouldn't do. Right. Um, um, so, but no, if and if anybody's interested, if you're not familiar with Starve Rock and you want to get some cool ideas on places to go, and uh, I I don't I feel a little bad or. I feel like I maybe I shouldn't say some of the good climbing spots yeah, no. on publicly on a no, podcast. Shouldn't, shouldn't so maybe if you want to message me directly, I can give you some feedback on that. But yeah, you mentioned Ottawa Canyon. That's that would be my number two. Not necessarily because of Ottawa Canyon itself, because Ottawa Canyon itself is it's a it's a neat canyon. But leading up to Ottawa Canyon, I don't even know. I'm looking at the map right now. I don't actually see it on here because there's when you go to Ottawa Canyon. You get off the parking lot. And there's a there's actually a canyon. There's a small canyon right off the parking lot. You follow the trail to Ottawa Canyon, and before you get there, there's that huge like amphitheater dome yeah. cut out of the wall. Yeah, that is it, that the council overhang. I no, I don't think so. No? I I don't know that. I'm not actually sure what the name of that is. And if anybody happens to know, People I'd love drum circles going in there. Man. Oh, it's a it's that is my number two because yeah. I love to put my back against the wall and look out. And see that dome, that natural dome cut out of the rock. It is a, a we really just cool spot. Whatever water or whatever, uh, you know, whatever cut through that. Right. Yeah, it's massive. Mm-hmm. And to to the way it carves such a perfect circle out of that area is is or semicircle is amazing. And off to if you're standing with your back against the wall, looking out into the, that amphitheater dome thing, off to your right, there's like a set of natural rock steps, mm-hmm. which in the wintertime, Get icy and covered with snow. Make very fun slides for kids when they're when you're hiking with kids. Okay. I highly recommend if you got kids. If you, it's a, it's a that Ottawa Canyon is a really, it's a short hike. It's perfect to bring kids because, yeah, for that exact reason, it's amazing to see that dome cut out of the wall. And then, yeah, mm-hmm. there's like, there's a fun sliding area that kid, you're, they're gonna get dirty, but you're hiking. What are yeah, you gonna do? That's well, that's part of the fun. <laughs> sandy, sandy, snowy, dirty mixture yeah on your snowsuits yeah it's worth it so what's your like so you've so, done two right you've you've declared two i've, I've declared my, my two and three yeah uh, do you want to reveal your one sure because i've got mine my matheson is number one for me matheson sure. number see now this is a thing and this is based on and this is a weird one because it's a discreet one so because again like i said i try to avoid the crowds mm-hmm. and um because i'm usually hiking with a kid on my chest and another toddler and two other older kids and a dog. So I'm very particular about what trails I take. I don't, (laughs) and I prefer not to encounter a lot of people if I can, if I can. I actually was going through my Instagram thing trying to find which hikes I've, because I usually post a picture to figure out which ones I've done the most. And I saw one post where it was like, oh, saw three people on this hike. It was a great hiking day. And that, so, and that, the one that, uh, that would, is my number one is uh, Owl Canyon. Owl Canyon. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like yeah, that's a good one too. So I like that one because one, 
it's got you know that so that to get to Owl Canyon, you you take seventy one, and you go past the main entrance for the Star of Rock. You keep going. You go through that first set of turns, and then you'll come to a parking lot on the left or. Well, if I'm heading from Peru, so it would be on the north side of the road. There's a parking lot. So like the one we were just talking about, Ottawa Canyon, Illinois Canyon, that's where you go through the second set of really windy turns. And then there's two parking lots off to the right. So if you're heading if you're heading east from Peru, LaSalle, Peru, Utica, you would go through those windy turns and then you would come out and you'd see the river. The and then there's two parking lots. That's how you get to Ottawa and Illinois Canyon. To get to the one I'm talking about, Owl Canyon, is before that. You go through the first set of windy turns if you're heading from west to east. If you're heading from Utica. Um, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it sounds like rocks being spilled on the floor. Legos, probably. <laughs> um, so you go through the first uh, bend, and there's a parking lot on the north side of the road. And from that parking lot, you have some options. You can go to Owl Canyon, Hidden Canyon, mm-hmm. uh, Hennepin Canyon, uh, Tontai Canyon, LaSalle Canyon, that'll that'll take you to a lot of locations. So, and Owl Canyon, you can miss that. If you go the wrong way, you can actually end up scaling and going on top of the canyon mm-hmm. and heading off to Hennepin. So you have to make sure you're going down. But I like Owl Canyon because it's it's just the right distance mm-hmm. for, I find, like bringing kids and, and, and just getting just the right amount where you, you do... There's a there's steps, but not too many steps. And you get to the bottom of the steps, and then you've got a really cool overlook of the river. And then mm-hmm. not only do you have an overlook of the river, then there's also a couple ledges you can stand on. There's one of those, you know, a lot of these canyons, you'll notice there's like a dirt pile. like it, It's like a rock formation with dirt piled up and earth on top of it, which is just kind of a fun thing to climb on. Mm-hmm. So it's got one of those. A lot yeah. of the can- Most of the canyons have those. Um, it's got that. And then the canyon itself, not a really massive flow of water the waterfall mm-hmm. but it's just enough that in like the winter time you'll get a really cool ice formation and then in addition like there's a there's like a big sandy wraparound that you can that goes around the whole canyon or the waterfall that you can because some waterfalls you can walk behind them and some you can't right. or easily and this is one where it's you can walk around it and it's all sand and it's it's just a fun spot so yeah it's a little more discreet less traveled and that's kind of why i like it uh, but yeah, so m- that's uh, that's my number one. Nice. I think I still have to give my number two. Yeah. I always like St. Louis Canyon, even oh, though it's yeah. popular. You know, it's just this cool. And it's so, we, I don't know, the convenience of it. And then you're like, oh, ah, hey, all right, this yeah. is awesome. Lee. So my easy. only thing with St. Louis Canyon is, and I don't, so have you, my, my, it's not a problem. It's, it's a, it's a disappointment, actually. St. Louis Canyon circa like 15 years ago was a different experience yeah, than it is now right and so and you know why i assume because like you pass too. right i mean the, the, the everything's paved no they're not paved but like the what no that's not a, that's a good thing actually the no the problem is and i only know roughly the time period because i know when my kids were born they never got to experience this but uh pretty much around the year 2000 in the year 2000. Yeah, remember that. Uh, there used to be a huge rock formation off to the left. So if you're staring at the waterfall, up currently, if you go there, you're staring at the waterfall, there's a big sandy mound, of, like a hill, with big rock boulders okay. uh, up off to the left. And you can climb up to the top of there, and it's got a nice overlook of, 
of the canyon. That those rock boulders used to be a huge um, rock formation. That was like it was like almost like a wall of rock that had separated from the the canyon wall, and it, it just sat there. Because I know when and, and because when we used to go hiking there, like in the you know, like when we were at IVCC or high school, it was still up, and that was around two thousand. And it, and it was a rock. It was kind of a challenging thing to to climb, but it was something that I okay. always. Okay, I remember would, now. It was it was a cool climb, and it had like a crack between the 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 real canyon wall and this canyon and the rock. But at some point, and and I tried to do a Google search to find out when it collapsed. So, I mean, I I couldn't find anything. So if anybody happens to know when it actually collapsed, I'd love to know because I want to say it had to be ten to fifteen years ago. That whole thing just came down. Uh, and it was it was a massive. It was really massive. It's a lot of yeah. Well, and that's what sandstone does. So yeah, that's why it's so dangerous. And that's why you really should stay on the trails and all that stuff because you just you never know. Oh yeah, if you were anywhere near that when it came down, you're dead yeah, instantly. I, so I mean, well, especially underneath it. <laughs> yeah, I imagine that the ground underneath it gave way because yeah. that's all yeah, just, right. Oh. But yeah, no. So I yeah, St. Louis Canyon. That's a good one. St. Louis Canyon from the lodge is a pretty darn. That's a really long hike. Like yeah, if you go to the yeah, parking yeah, yeah, lot, yeah, yeah, that's yes. Um, from the lodge, it's, it's over a half mile. So yeah, that's a pretty but long. I, I, well, like I remember, I always just remember hiking it from the parking lot. Yeah, which is the only bummer with that now is they close the parking lot, so you got to park up at the top, right, and hike down the the driveway or whatever. So yeah, and that's that. Yeah, that's my top three. So, yeah, so my list is for, and that, I'd like to kind of qualify that. So my list, the top three, is for dad. Is it's 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 specifically catered to local Illinois Valley natives or alumni. You know, if you've moved away, that's cool. When you come back and visit, this list is for you. You got kids, you're concerned about traffic. That's my list: Matheson, right. Ottawa, and Owl Canyon. Mm-hmm. But if you like. I will say honorable mention, if you like to do the kind of a... I like canyon hikes. That's just mm-hmm. my personal Me preference. I, yeah. I like canyon hikes because it doesn't usually matter what the weather's like. It could be windy. It could be It can be a crappy day down inside the canyon. It's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want to do the like... wind especially. Yeah. And it, but if you want to do a, a, like an overlook, I would recommend Lover's Leap, Lover's Leap and Eagle Cliff over Starved Rock hike. Mm-hmm. Just because when you get to the top of that, that's where you get that awesome view of Starve Rock itself. Mm-hmm. And the one that's always on pictures with the flagpole, it, that those pictures are always taken from, from Lover, Lover's Leap. So, uh, yeah. I like that one, too. That's a good one. Although, again, that that one was, <laughs> you know, pre, pre, you know, here we are, we're sounding like crudgety old men. Pre all the wood framework they put up there, all the pathways, which they had to. I mean, oh, all the people, eroding like they're just crazy. eroding everything. They had to do it. But before they did that, that was one of the scariest spots to be at at that park. Eagle Cliff, there was no railing, no nothing, and you could sit on the edge with a good, I'm not even exaggerating, at least 80-foot drop. Mm-hmm. I mean, way down there. Mm-hmm. Just dangle your... I remember being pretty young, dangling my legs over that and, and just having this... Your mom. John. <laughs> I don't even know. I just have it's this. Just by yourself. I, I think, yeah, right. No. no, yeah. I, I drove out. I, yeah. Yeah, I stole the. I stole the car. <laughs> and I went. Yeah. The Ford Escort. 
taking a car, ma. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Lover's Leaper. Eagles. Yeah. No. That, it, 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 they. Uh, you're right, though. They had to do it because it will. It's kind of like what happened at St. Louis Canyon, right? So stuff just sort of will give way. Eventually, stuff will wear out. Or right. Whatever, so, for sure. Um, yeah. So that's that. Good stuff. Yeah, Moving. that's our that's our little take on Starbrock, and um, I, I I do uh, one thing I will say is like the the monetary um, commitment. I, I even though the state of Illinois is broke, I still think it's important to, to sink money into this kind of stuff. I I I know we hit on this a long time ago in past episodes, but I am not opposed, and I don't know where you stand on this on having um, a uh, an admission. To some of these places, I, or a, a fee, you know, charging sure. a, a, an annual membership cost. I, I think um, if you're a family and you live in the area and you like to utilize the park, I think it would be fair to charge a $25 family membership or a, a $10 single entry fee. Yeah, to, because I don't to think be... I don't think it's I don't think that's, um, and I think it should apply to all the state parks in Illinois. I, I just feel like. I, I don't think it would be a deterrent, I, and if it is, good because then we get less people. Uh, <laughs> um, but I, I don't think it's going to turn away any of the real tourists that are coming, going to plop down some money, and we could get a hotel and, and do whatever, or even just make a day trip. And I go think for as long nice as you don't lunch. make it too high, right? Because I've I, been to some parks where uh, it kind of dances that line. Is like I don't know, that's kind of well, pricey. I, it's in the neighborhood of twenty twenty five bucks. You know, but for a single visit? No, yeah, a, a single visit, maybe ten dollar per car. Okay, kind of yeah, thing. something like that. Would be cool. You know, or, or five bucks a car. I, I, I just think as long as it's low enough that it people don't second guess it and not go. And, well, and not I go. mean, like and, a like a twenty dollar a day. Like I've seen that. Like when I've traveled down to like Florida and I've tried to stop at like a location. Uh, I want to say that one. Uh, there's that one rock. You see the signs all the way down to Florida uh, for that darn rock, um, where. But they charge like twenty twenty dollar admission. I mean, it's crazy. It's yeah, like, it, 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 it steered me away. I was like, screw it. I, it may, I'll maybe just go there to is a rock for free. Yeah, maybe there is like a a twenty dollar yearly thing. I I don't know. I just I just really feel like there's a, we got to start thinking of ways to make revenue that's specific to support these places. Well, that's yeah, and that's a because direct... they're. I mean, they're year after year after year. They're not getting enough funding. Um, certain projects and certain like capital type things are being overlooked and ignored that it, eventually all this stuff comes ahead it's like it's 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 like the infrastructure thing like all the bridges we talked about last week you, sure. you can only go so long of ignoring it it's like the uh, anything like that you, you have to start planning to and i think i mean this is just a way to make the services better that the park offers so you and there's value in it when something's free people don't value it maybe the the People that litter and stuff will start picking up their trash because they paid money to be there. That'd be nice. Or maybe they won't. Maybe they'll throw the garbage down and be like, damn it, they charged me $10 to get in. Yeah. Throw my water bottle wherever I want. Yeah, but, great. Um, that drives it, me nuts. I, 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 from a, I just feel like it's a really – in a state where we're not – where we're struggling with income or you know trying to raise enough funds to support the services that we are offering, when you have an opportunity to gain revenue, especially from the people that are using it, I just feel like it's fair. I, I, I and people probably they you know oh that's you know come on that's crazy. But in, they do it in Minnesota. They do it. They do it all over. I mean you're you're missing out on an opportunity that's not gonna. It, it shouldn't hurt. That's my point. As long as it, I I'm fine with it as long as it's kept low. I mean, it's a natural thing that it, we have been gifted with. 
Um, well, we owe it to ourselves to maintain it appropriately. But and we it's have not to maintain it. But yes, yeah. we have to maintain it. That's the kicker. Right. Yeah. That maintaining a massive park like that is not free. Right. Well, or developing a new one. Yeah. So, you know, and I'm not saying it's just Dark Rock. I think this is something that all the state parks should. I mean, the. I don't care about anybody else except for Star of Rock. Have you been down to it's like Shawnee? And all no, that? I want to go down there. I'd <laughs> oh, love to. Come yeah. on. Like, it's all awesome. Like, yeah. uh, so it's another world down there in Southern it's Illinois. It's completely different. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's, yeah. yeah, totally. It's far. It's a long state. It's the worst drive. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Well, let's move on. And before we do that, let's take a quick break. Sounds good. We're back into it right now. We're back. We're back. We're back. Well, we were starting to talk and ramble on, and we're like, we need to hit the record button and get yeah. back into this. This is good stuff. Talking about Rudy's tap room and our love of everything in there. Yeah, yeah. The the lack of a television. Yes. Uh, and then what what really got us is the the artifact from the original pub or whatever the original bar that it was the the baseball scoreboard in the back in the back that it's 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 is it, it looks it kind of if you see it you'll you'll think it's like a wrigley field thing it looks yeah. like the wrigley field scoreboard it's just it's a green board where they would write in the scores it's like a chalkboard almost yeah like. yeah you could write yeah exactly like they currently they have it kind of glassed in i think yeah if i remember correctly they've got it protected because uh, it was an original artifact from there but yeah that's awesome and yeah, the first thing I saw, I saw that, and I was like, because I was there recently, because um, they had a bunch of, they've had a past two weekends, they've been open from like five to nine. Yeah, they're, uh, so. I think they pretty much run every weekend now. Are they? Yeah, and it's always packed. Oh, it was really packed when I was there. Yeah, definitely. It was good. You know, a lot of good beer on tap. I mean. You drank a, shut up, Josh. No, wait. No. Yeah. <laughs> Damn was, it, Josh, from damped. Triptych. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> It was. It was. It's too, a big double hazy IPA. It was too much too, for me. A little too sweet for John. Yeah, it was a little too much for me. Yeah, I'm on a. I'm on a uh, October fest weedy whatever that would be multi beer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right no. Now. Yeah, that's a far. It was far a, from that. Yeah, yeah, I've kind of like tailed off the IPA pale ales at the moment, and I'm kind of doing a, uh, oh, you know, a multi beer thing. But yeah, that's our. Uh, yeah, shout out to Rudy's Tap Room. Yeah. I actually think. Any event in all seriousness, it would be really fun to do a show at the tap room. Would be, you know, we could do. Uh, we should do our next uh, beer-related uh, Radium City or whoever, whatever brewery wants to chat with us. Yeah, <laughs> somebody talk to we'll us. Do we a, just, a, so an we event ask. there for <laughs> something. Please, any, yeah, anything. Come on, let well, us in. The, the, let us know, in. Not to get too, uh, not to fawn too hard, but like. One of the really nice things, and they give you uh, sort of a, a, a cheap chance to try a lot of these really good beers because their prices are, I mean, cheap. I mean, reasonable. Is that I think is, is is an understatement. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. because they're they they're really. I mean, <laughs> just like I the joke. Oh, it's, it was it in. Uh, 40 year old version it was a nine dollar beer night at the you know the in that movie they say that it's like <laughs> but that's not far off now i mean to have a six or seven dollar pint 
isn't really that crazy. Like if it's if it's something if you're premium those, or something like a premium, it doesn't beer, need to sure. be necessarily even a pint. It could be a twelve ounce pour or whatever. Like, but if it's something imported or not even that, but like you know, if it's a craft six, beer, six or seven bucks is beer. not crazy. Five dollars is reasonable. You'll go there. Four fifty, four fifty, five bucks. Yeah, yeah, you could get a can for three bucks, a pint can for three fifty or something. Man, that's a screaming it's a deal. Great place. And, and like, and you and you can get. It's not like we we don't have, in Illinois. You can't go into a place and just buy one triptych can. You yeah. know, and like some states, they they have to allow that. Actually, triptych's out of Savoy, right? Yeah, so okay. that's southern uh, central, I guess, by Champagne. Yep. But like it, it, it's just that that's the, one of the coolest things, that, and they and it's such a good marketing thing for them because it just promotes people to come out try stuff, and then right around the corner, you know, attached in the same building is literally they, a liquor store. Hey, if you had something you liked, but they don't always sell it. That's you know, true because they could be out because a lot of the stuff is hot. Like they get great. They sometimes it's just people that release. Because I remember I asked them That's about true. that. They they just released kegs. So just like Radium City used to do. Mm-hmm. Before they started doing their bombers, they would ju- only do the the kegs. Right. Which so. I liked too. I, oh, I, yeah. I, not, I mean, if you have a good pour on a, on a draft, yeah, that, it, is, it is kind of the best way to enjoy a beer, in my opinion. Like, And, and it, it can be the worst, too, because you can go to places and they have fouled up. Like the System. Budweiser we used to drink at our water and hold back in the day. Yeah, it was it was called the the runs. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I mean, know really because we had too many, but I'm pretty ah. sure it was usually a, a dirty line. I, I, no, that's that's uh and and not to to, to divert you, but that's a perfect spinoff because um in terms of talking about beer, because Tangled Roots in Ottawa. Is expanding to Lockport and LaSalle. Yeah, did you hear that? That's like a. What do they do in LaSalle? Just a tasting room, or is it a full blown restaurant? I that I don't know. They the, the only thing I read in the article that I the, when I bleh, the article I read said something to the effect of they're not worried about it taking away from their Ottawa business because they're it's going to be kind of a different feel. So I don't know what that means, but it's going to be different in some way. I I assume it's going to be another brew pub, but just a different kind. Maybe I don't know. Different feel, different theme. Yeah, I, I, I guess vibe. Be more of a tasting room, which would be cool. I think anything they do in is good, and so uh, I'm all. For I'm excited. Like bringing yeah. bringing small businesses ish, you know, to the they got a shout. The Tangled Roots man. got a shout out from our new upcoming uh, governor. You said it wrong. See, he he mispronounced it. What do you mean? He said Tangled Root Brewery in. You know, he didn't even say you know. Oh but yeah. It, uh, you know, small, but he said tangled root brewery, so oh. he, he actually missed. See, I didn't it. hear his. That's speech. me being why super anal he... and nitpicky. But as soon as he said it, but why did he even bring it up? Ah, uh, he was talking about small businesses and stuff. I, I, I it was a, a rousing speech, you know, right? That that. Uh, well, that, I saw. Where's the darn paper? Ah, uh, because right. my wife, she just immediately was like, "Oh, he mispronounced it," because apparently that that's a. Uh, she must have heard that from the the people before. I'm throwing papers. Oh, he's he's digging. I'm throwing papers. He's digging. Hard for his news stories. <laughs> no, it's no. I oh, here it is. It's, it's this. It. This is from uh, Brent Bader from the Times. Um, Tangled roots. It's because of recent legislation that this is all going down. Uh, Tangled roots brewing company. They're expanding a new law passed in August, co-sponsored by State Senator Jason Barrickman, Republican out of. Bloomington. I'm not a. I don't know Jason. No. Um, he amended the Liquor Control Act of 1934, which allows breweries to transfer beer from one location to another without the use of a distributor. Oh, 
Oh, it helps. yeah, Illinois is all mobbed up for that it, kind of stuff. It helps, it helps the brewery avoid a 30% margin that would be lost to distributors and allows the beer to be easily transferred between locations. Oh, okay. And be- before this was passed, I mean, yeah. why would why so would you do dirty it? Dirty politicians got to get their hands on them. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go there. Well, but that's that's part of what like, the some of the why oh why do we got to charge entry fees to our state parks? Well, we got a thirty percent and all of our yeah. So that's it's, that. it's distribution of it, it, and actually Illinois is not alone in that, but distribution laws are jacked up. Like it's just. Uh, uh, <sighs> That was the uh, article, I think we talked about it last time, Deb Carey from New Glarus, um, mm-hmm. talking about dealing with distributors and how awful it was. Oh, and, right. And, 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 and Illinois, she specifically just gave Illinois. She gave up on Illinois and was like, yeah. you know what, F this, I'm, I'm just, we'll keep it in Wisconsin. Yeah, exactly. And it wasn't even, it wasn't no cakewalk up there either, but Chicago land was, forget about no, it. No, exactly. I mean, we're not putting it on the shelf unless you give me some for free. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Forget it. So well done, Tangled Roots. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, expanding out your horizons, spreading your joy of beer to the to yeah, everyone. They've gotten better too. They're, yeah. they're, they're, they're good stuff coming out of there now. So I no, I appreciate. I think they they do do they do a fine job. I you know, I pick up a. I try to contribute to my local brewers. Mm, me too. Uh, Radium City and Tangled Roots. Whenever I'm at, for me, Hyvie or Rudy's. Right. It's pretty much my go-to destinations. Yeah. I, uh, good night is when I get a bomber from Radium City. Yeah. I crack that bugger, and I know I'm going to rest easy that I had kind of a uh, – it took me back in time because I don't know the name of it. It's the one with the white label. It's the, the, the one that has the, the – Citrus it, one? It reminds me of Leinen Kugel um, Berry Vice. Barium? Yeah. Barium, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. I drank that, and I'm like, it took me back to U of I going to Murphy's oh, Pub yeah. and drinking. We would drink $6 pitchers or whatever, and then like, okay, you just, someone would just show up with a pitcher of Berry Vice and just be like, yeah. I'd be like, all right, I guess we're drinking this like, now. And, and it, it was like Kool-Aid. And it became, exactly, it and became it, and like you, the, the, you, our end of night thing. You'd have like eight guys there, and, and everybody bought two pitchers, and you'd do the math and be like, all right. So everybody drank two pitchers. <laughs> we drank evenly, and that's when it would go off the rails. Usually, yeah, usually the walk back I, yeah. got a little wild, devastating. Yeah. For and that was just people. getting started. Yeah, typically. Yeah, so yeah. That place, Anywho, that was our. Uh, we won't uh, talk uh, about those days. The GDI bar, the non, non affiliated. Uh, the oh, goddamn yes. independence. The yes. non frat boy bar. Yes, that was uh, the, that the was my. Would go there. That was the Murphys. That was my go to. Whenever you, yeah, and you, yeah, that was just the place to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was great. It, I mean, five or six dollars. Yeah, and I don't know if that's cheap now. I mean, by that stand, those standards, it was. It wasn't cheap, cheap, but it was pretty good price for. Yeah, a for a college every, student, yeah. darn right. So let's see. We talked about Tangled Roots expanding. That's awesome. Um, farming had a good year. I don't really have much to contribute to that, other than that it was a good year for farming. Yeah, I think weather cooperated, right? Yeah, it's gotten cold early. I don't know if that has any effect on them, but it looks like most of the everything's everything's out, so. done. Yeah, yeah, so that's a good thing. Which and and, and I, I'm saving this. I've got a thing sent home. Oh, excuse me. My uh, son had a 
like this farming newsletter that they had part of their science class. And I read, I got the pamphlet or newsletter and I read through it. I'm like, darn it, why didn't we have this when we did our farming episode? It might have actually, we would have sounded like we knew what we were talking about. So I've saved it so that at at one of these days we are going to redo that episode. Okay. And we're going to have somebody in here who hopefully knows what they're talking about. I want to have a guest who has, has a farming background. So if, if you happen to listen to this show, you have a farming background, I would love it if you would come on the show. Oh, well, yeah. I, it's big business now, you know. Yeah, and, and I, I am, I'm, don't know anything, and I would appreciate the help. So, uh, okay, so let's, oh, yeah, okay, so timestamp. So today is the... November 13th, that's when we're recording this, probably going to drop on the 14th, and one week ago we had the midterm elections, and well done LaSalle County, 57% turnout for the midterm elections, which I got to tell you, I actually thought it was higher, but or I, I thought that it was better than it was, I thought that the last midterm was fairly low, um, but it was actually, I think the last midterm was uh, 53%, so it's up. Not as I thought it was much more significant than it was, but it's still it's up from the last time. Yeah, fifty-seven oh, right. compared yeah. to fifty-three, so that's good. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, you wish that it would be a hundred percent, but oh, that should. doesn't seem to be. A, <laughs> Some a countries they thing. you have to vote or you get punished with a fine. I don't know if that's a bad thing. I'm not. That's, that's a tough one. Oh, we if if we believe in the idiocracy, maybe it's not uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I I, I do think you. You know, it's kind of the right thing to do, no matter what side you're on. I think you, know? you should. No, I, I get excited on, on election day. I oh, get yeah. excited to go vote and do that. It's feel like I'm taking a test. Right. Um, I'm yeah. trekking for like at you know five thirty. I'm going. All right. When 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 does this stuff start coming in? When yeah. are we gonna know? And then okay. Like, speaking yeah, of duh. that, <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that. I do have to throw this out. I'm not gonna name names. Local radio station websites and local newspaper websites. Please, for the love of Pete. Come election time, on election night, pit, there has to be a feature on your website to pin something to the top of your website. Okay, everybody, everybody on election night so is you're, going. You're talking like from a web browser. Yes. Okay. So everybody is interested to find out the results, right? You go to one of your your local news source of preference, and at the top of the page there should be something that says. Election results here. I went to at least five local mixture of radio stations and newspapers, and I couldn't find election results. One, one had at the top, election results. Click here, and like, boom, that that and that. So it's like just just uh, just one of them did one out of the out of the five that I. You went want to, to say which one? The News Tribune went. To, okay, had it. Okay, cool. That's the only one that had. It. Um, I th- there is a website right that. Yeah, the LaSalle County um, um, County Clerk. Yeah. Yeah, you can just go to the and county clerk. And it doesn't always update as quickly as you'd like. But right. Yeah. And that was, yeah. But as they call them or whatever. But yeah, yeah, I liked, uh, actually really liked WGN just TV that night. Oh, okay, yeah. As it was coming in. Like just for our, especially even for downstate stuff. I mean, they were doing a pretty good job That's of cool. covering everything. Also, the uh, local reporters did a fantastic job, like on Twitter. Yeah. Like on Twitter, uh, if you follow some of the people on Twitter, like uh, from the Times or the news trip, they do they do awesome. Yeah. Like they were everywhere. Well, that's their. I mean, that's what they're there for, and they they do do a good job. It's it's a 
tough day. It's a long day for him. So I bet. But I bet it's kind of exciting for him, too. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I mean, there was some pretty good local elections. I mean, the Jerry Long and Yednock one was kind of up followed, tough, I think. was, was um, And I, I, other than that, I I guess I more than that, but I... No, really, it, was a, it, was a, it was a good rate. It was... Uh, oh, of course, there was a... Uh, Jim Spellich. Oh, yeah. I don't know anything about that one. Yeah. No, I don't know anything about it. Uh, <laughs> he, he won, but yeah, <clears throat> it was a good time. Either I way, and actually, this. they called like the, the governor's election like at like seven o'clock. I got home from work. <laughs> I, I was the first thing out as, as that rounder conceded. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what? what how did... he, was, he just got housed. It's just, wow. Yeah. yeah. So JB is in. Yeah. Um, I have to tell you, did you, so have you been listening to Freakonomics? Uh, no, not, not any of the past, not for the past like month or two. So the two episodes ago, I don't know what number it is, but they did an episode. It was called like America's duopoly. The episode and it's, it's all about. Is it re-airing? No, no, it was new. And it was all about, you know, America and the fact that it's. Two party system. Yeah. Two party system. The chances of a independent coming in and even challenging is, is ridiculous. Like it doesn't matter who you are. You have to pick one. If you want to actually win I, an election, that, yeah, it's so stupid, it's messed up, and and in they free economics, so they treat it like a business thing, and that's what they say. They like it is it's an industry, you know, I mean, they, and it should be kind of treated like an industry, the the party system, and uh, the the podcast in itself was was a little dry and a little bit boring, but the end of the podcast, it like kind of blew my mind because they were like, you know, this two party system in America is, is very frustrating, and we all complain about it, but what can we do about it? And they had a, a variety. They had like three suggestions, and they were all pretty good. But the one that just like I heard it, and I was just like, "That's fantastic!" Was they talked about our current election system and the way that we elect people? Because what they said is our current primary system in in pretty much almost every state is that it's a party specific primary. You go in and you have to declare right, which is crazy. And so then what happens is. The majority of Americans, you know, are somewhere in the middle. I mean, I, I, I like to think that most people are like you and me. They're somewhere in the middle. Yeah. They vote both ways. They base it. They base their votes on the candidate and the topics, and that's that. Especially locally. Yeah. So, and then, so, as a result, you know, most people that who are in the middle, independent voters, they don't go to the primaries. So then who does show up to the primaries? People who are hardcore one way or the other. Mm -hmm. So then who ends up getting elected out of the primary are a little bit more on the extreme side uh, of one way or another. Mm -hmm. Because they're rewarded for that. Yeah. Because that's who technically gets them in to even run. And that's because, I mean, you'll see abysmal percentages of the voters turn out for precincts or for um, primaries for that exact reason. So their first thing that they said was, that is ridiculous. We need to do away with party specific primaries we should just have a mixed bag you vote and the top four get through period doesn't matter what party and i was like okay that's a good thing and then the next wave was ranked have you heard ranked of this? Order. ranked order yeah voting yeah. they do it in maine apparently yeah it's uh, a new thing it's it's it's, I, it's I, all I, the rage yeah. oh and i i agree i'm all in i yeah. am all in yeah. i mean so and just if you haven't heard of this ranked voting is it's what it sounds like it, you'd walk in you would have a list of your candidates. So if it's if it's like for the president, you'd have your top four people, and you'd take those and you just rank them one, two, three, four. That's it. Who's your number one pick? Two, three, pick three, pick four, pick, 
And then what ends up happening is if a person doesn't get 50% of the vote, there's a runoff towards the bottom. Yeah. So like one of the bottom candidates, they don't get 50%. Instead of your vote just being wasted, if you whoever those so the people on the bottom, they drop off the the ballot and then everybody who pick them as their number one person then it moves to the number two slot on their ranking, and then those votes are dispersed to the remaining candidates. So that way, when you go to vote, you don't show up and think... It, it takes away the whole idea of a wasted vote right. on a third and party. No one, no one wants to vote for the Libertarian or whatever because, oh, I'm throwing my vote away. But they, yeah. it, it's, and it's this such would a, be a, it's this, a conundrum, right? And this would be a way to fix sort of fix that because so, so I, I i'm i guess i'm a little bit confused so if there is four candidates and, and not a single candidate gets 50 percent, the third and fourth place votes go to you do they do a runoff election where the the then so the third and fourth drop off and then they do another election where the one and two no uh, they, they should recalculate again. it they would just but how do they distribute the votes of the three and the four? Well, so they would have the initial. So of your order. So if, if, the way I understood it is though. So they would have. Okay, let's say, uh, candidate number one had forty percent of the vote. Candidate number two had thirty. Candidate number three had twenty. Candidate number four had ten. Yeah. Candidate ten and. Oh man, I forget the rules. So now I'm kind of shooting from the hip because I think, the way that I understood it is. Oh, oh man! Now I'm, I'm so the ten and the twenty percent drop off. I well, might where, have where my percent. I think I probably have my percentages off. But the people at the bottom too, the people with like ten percent, they fall off. And the anybody who voted for them, whoever was their number two choice, they would get those votes. Like so, like say I voted for the person number four candidate, and he failed. Like he didn't okay. have nearly anybody to. So, so the highest vote my vote, left my vote, my number dropped. two vote would get my vote instead. So instead of the guy who everybody knows is going to lose, he just disappears from the ballot. And whoever's so if so I voted for him, their next choice, was. my next choice gets my vote. So instead of my vote just disappearing with that candidate, he disappears, but my vote goes to the next. Okay, my no, next that in makes line. sense. No, I got you. I got you. Which so it's like you you don't waste. So if a vote. you if you voted inverse, so you had the ranking order of whatever you said, the one through four, but you voted. I I actually went against the public, and my the fourth choice was my number one. The third choice was my number two. You know, yeah, uh, two was my three, and and one was my four. My three would be my one, and my four would be the number two. So my vote would go to the guy that would finish yeah yeah okay number three yeah in that in that scenario yeah, yeah it would go to number three or yeah whoever <clears throat> so it, no matter what happens your vote just doesn't disappear right and when, then you and that's a way to introduce that third party in absolutely and and that would move everything back to the center and i, I think, I would, think it would so allow too. for it would allow for to get for us to get away from this extreme one way or another that we're in which is insane well no and that's why and it's like so they had a bunch of ideas like as the ways to improve the yeah, system I but like that, that. I'll one to, i'll go back and listen yeah that one idea that election change of changing the primaries and changing the main vote to a uh, ranked base vote holy cow would that change everything right and and i'm not just at the presidential level but all the all the, all down the row yeah i mean 
yeah, for local local uh, reps and all that, I think. It'd I be. think that would be huge. Now, it would, on the one side, make voting a little bit harder and probably well, more Well, Florida, there's no way Florida could pull it off. But yeah, Florida's always the problem. <laughs> they, I mean, just, it would never work. I. That's the problem. There would be an initial education of just understanding how to do it, but then also it, it would take longer to vote. I mean, there's no way around it. I mean, if you have to sit there, instead of filling in a dot, picking yeah. one person instead of having to sit there and think i'm gonna sort these people one two three four it's gonna take longer to vote unless they actually it would, it would take it from like a two minute to a four minute or right well that is <laughs> if they stick with the certain type of system that we have now if they actually advance and use maybe like a touch screen you could speed it and up re- as well review your picks yeah there's a lot of things they can do to speed up the actual picking um if you're using a pencil if you're doing this current system with a pen filling in those darn dots yeah it'll be slower scantron there's some other ways to do it chads and but yeah i i heard that and i was just blown away i was just like that is a great idea yeah i liked i heard i remember reading the news stories and uh, watching the news on that and, and thinking well i i like well i just love the idea of having it it, it, and that everybody looks at a third party and it's just like they they poop their pants or something. It's like who would ever vote for them? It's like why 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 are we so averse to this? It's because the the Republican and the Democratic parties are so entrenched and they're they're and they've set up they have, rules. They have all the damn money. Yeah. So they've set up they've set up systems to help keep themselves in power. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's funny they play off each other, oh, but they they're are. both in the same game. It's like now, uh, we need each other, right? <laughs> they did make a good point though on that on that Freakonomics podcast. They say, "Oh well, the, the the parties, Democrats and Republicans, have created a system to make themselves more powerful." But on the flip side, you can say in 2016, the Democrats handpicked using the all their super delegates and all that <laughs> stuff, yeah. all those shenanigans. Right. They handpicked their candidate who did not win. On the Republican side, they did everything they could to keep that candidate from winning, and yet he won the whole damn thing. Yeah. So it's like, how powerful are the parties really? Right, right. Well, they, their own intelligence actually interfered with, it, with <laughs> their ability to win an election. Yeah. They didn't just let it play out like the other team. They probably would have gotten their Maybe, yeah, maybe. Or, but that's just all stuff. Yeah, of so opinion, that's that was that was a about as political as we want to get. Yeah, that's that's where I that's where I leave <laughs> off. So yeah, that Freakonomics that was a like two episodes ago. The like I said, the podcast in itself is a little dry, but the ending where they talked about yeah. those potential solutions, I was just like, wow, that's that's awesome. Those guys, I mean, the, the the books and the whole Freakonomics that I I love everything just because of the way they approach their topics and just try to just you know unassuming just. Just the fact, and and and, and thinking outside the box, kind of thing, and I yeah. love, I love that. Sort if you of haven't heard the ones that were about like sports, I think I mentioned that yeah. before on previous show, but the sports related one was really good. Yeah, I wish they did more of those. You rethink, yeah, some things. So uh, okay, so oh, and you know, before I go, so just kind of a quick diversion. I usually would do this at the beginning. I have to give a shout out to local independent podcasts and radio personalities. I mentioned them before, Spark of Hope podcast, and My Worst Holiday podcast, and also the Hard Rock Radio Network. Uh, those are those are three. And if and honestly, if if you happen to be listening to the show, you're considering making your own podcast or something of that sort. Feel free to message me. You know, we've now been doing this eight, like we said last episode. We've been doing this eight years. We've learned a lot. 
And we are, I've got a whole darn lecture from our podcast yeah, we do. class that I'd be willing to share, although some of it's outdated now. Uh, it is. But still, uh, technology moves quick. So, yeah. We taught, we actually had a, a, a special a class at IV, two, two, two class periods. Uh, it was fun. Yeah. We I only had it. three students, but. I felt like, I felt like we were actually conducting a podcast while teaching because we did it in duo. Yeah, we did. Well, and that was, I, I remember I had the, the, one of the, um community uh education director like the the person who helped set up all the cooking classes and all the different all the fun stuff right yeah she contacted me and she said would you be interested in teaching a class uh, and i said uh no nah, i'm not alone <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is not my uh and uh, believe it or john john pretty much takes care of everything i like i, I he's the brains i'm the talent no <laughs> There, I would I would agree with that. I'll not not that. really, but I I just he does all the background stuff, so he's the one that make, makes it sound good. Um, so he definitely would be the one that has to you know be part of it. And I said I I would I think we would have a lot of fun doing it together. It was fun. So they let us do it together, and that's how we met uh, the wizard from the the, the Tim Moritz. And that the led to a, led to a very fun podcast go, interview. It, it was yeah, it was awesome. We got to go to see his record collection, and just it was beautiful. It was a, it was a really fun. Got to ask him some fun questions, and like kind of looking at us, going like, "I that is a good question. I like that." And yeah, that was uh, fun. Yeah. So, uh, but he, yeah, we're definitely willing to share. Our, we like the uh, competition, if you will. You know, by all means, if you think you got something, no, print, it's all good. I mean, you put it out there. We've seen podcasts come and go around the area. I mean, it's a hard thing to do. Uh, there was a podcast out of Ohio. We kind of friended just via Twitter. Um, they're Tech Guys podcast and. They uh, they told us it's like if you can get past episode number seven, you've got a chance at having su- some sustainability right. as a podcast, and that's kind of like the golden number. And I've seen that that, that that's a good number. It's mm. it's a good indicator. Right. If you can get past that number, well, you're, you're mate. You'll make it. Maybe. And, and we've actually, I mean, given everything, and not and not that we're making money or doing anything like that's not our goal here, but like um, we we actually built. Uh, where we were getting way, way more downloads than I ever anticipated. Yeah. I mean, be obviously beyond the scope of our circle of friends and family. I mean, it was, right. um, I don't know, at least thousand. We were in the, we were right around there. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, yeah, oh, that's cool. not, that's actually pretty good penetration considering neither of us are known to anybody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, um, we appreciate all you people listening and, and, and we love to interact and, uh, we're gonna try to keep up with this, and and in every two or three weeks, three weeks, I think is a pretty good rate, actually. Yeah, we don't interact very much. I, I like Twitter for whatever reason. Twitter seems to fit our like like people. I feel like we have more interaction on there yeah. more than Facebook. I, I don't know why. why. I've, I've started going on there more lately. I, I, I'm it's a, hard, I, you know. You you gotta like comb through. All the shit. So much, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like Instagram actually. I don't. That doesn't suit a, a audio podcast at all. Right. But um, that's my my new favorite social media outlet. It's fun. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I just enjoy it. Do you have any pods you've been listening to, Clayton? That you want to tell everybody about? Um, I, I I tell you, yeah. I think I brought them up last time. The Boogie Monster one, the, the episode that they just released today. Um, man, did it have me laughing out loud. Uh. Yeah, it's live from the New York Comedy Festival, uh, the, the November thirteenth episode. Check that one out; it's good. Okay. Really? Otherwise, no. I, I've been 
kind of laying low on podcasts. I did see Revisionist History has a new episode out today that I'm looking forward it's, to. Uh, it's not actually Revisionist it History. A, it's that new Broken Record oh, it's podcast. The, it's the, it's, it's the, a spinoff. Okay, I remember. They're, just re- they're, they're playing it on their feed. Oh, okay, with Rick Rubin, which he's... Uh, you know, produce the Beastie Boys, and it should be good. Oh I my mean, gosh! I, I remember listening to the preview of it. And, yeah, uh, Rick, exactly. No, Rick Rubin. Yeah, it's a new. It's bro- revisionist it's history. Forty nine minutes though. Uh, like I'm starting to get more like to Joe Rogan. I want oh, two really? and a half, three hours. Oh baby. gosh, no. Let's go deep. I oh, I don't know about that. Well, um, I guess my only recommendations. I already mentioned Freakonomics, which I think I've mentioned on the past two episodes. So fun. I'll give you something different. The last time we talked, I talked about Slow Burn, which is a podcast. The first season was all about Watergate and really dove into the Watergate scandal. And what's really interesting about that was so many parallels to today. Like We think that nowadays all the crazy stuff that goes on in politics is unique to our current time and place. But you listen to that episode or the series, that first season of Slow Burn, and it's like, holy crap, things were messed up during that whole Watergate time period. I mean, it was a weird couple years. Yeah. Uh, and the, the way that the media interacted and the way that the president, you know, President Nixon interacted, I mean, it's a, it was a very odd time. A lot like, of parallels. And there was a today, lot though. of parallels. So I highly recommend it. Now, season two. I'm struggling to get into it. That one is all about the Monica Lewinsky scandal with Bill yeah. Clinton. I don't know. I'm just not as int- I don't know what it is. Maybe it's too recent. I'm just not as into it. It wasn't that long ago. I mean, it was 20 plus years ago. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> You're old, dude. Uh, Let's suck uh, it up. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the other podcast I would mention, which actually is not out yet, but I will bring it up because I'm looking forward to it, is Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Okay. Conan is joining. Conan must be hurting because he's joining into the podcast realm. It's there's, but that's there's, fine. I I want to listen to Conan because I enjoy Conan and I, I haven't listened. I used to watch Conan's show all the time, and when he switched to TBS, I was a hardcore follower. But these days, I just in general, I don't watch any. You don't watch talk TV, television, much TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the fact that he's doing a show, I'm totally delighted. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I find him to be a, a, such a character. I like him. He's oh, that's yeah. a good one. Maybe it's a generational thing because you know. So well, you talk to people who are like, "Oh my, he's so annoying." No, you you're not getting it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I. Uh, well, it was like the same thing with some people hated Letterman too. I mean, same thing. Yep. Know, and there's loyal Letterman followers yep, out there same as well. Thing. So. Uh, yeah, well, that's really, my that's my recommendations. Uh, I would. Uh, I'm curious to the one of them that I've always listened to is Corolla Adam yeah. Corolla. He's got John Popper on today's show that oh, cool. I haven't listened to yet, but I, I I remember past episodes with him, and he always brings his harmonicas, so you can expect oh, some neat. cool jam sessions where he does some impromptu kind of jam. So I always dig that. That that's a very commercial show. I could see. Yeah, I've heard people just like I just can't handle the. You know, every four minutes, he feels like he's doing a read. And it does kind of feel commercial. No, I yeah. agree. Yeah, you, you got to know how you're. You got to know the uh, thirty second skip button, or whatever, yeah, and how to use it. Oh, well, yeah, I know MedMen and and uh, legal, you know, legal Zoom, and yeah, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> they don't sponsor this podcast, so no, they don't. <laughs> I had one uh, Twitter shout out. We don't do these as much, uh, and this is old. So this goes back to October twenty first. 
Tyler Keller. Do you know Tyler? No, I He's didn't. local. Uh, according to his Twitter feed, he's from Peru. Cool. So uh, he had a uh, post, and uh, when I saw it, I was just like, I laughed because his post was, you thought the game was a war zone. Nah, the lobby was a war zone. And it's a retweet of somebody who tweeted, and and this is, I don't know what year this occurred at, but it's an old Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 lobby in between games. So like, okay, oh the online yeah lobby okay. the online lobby. So I mean it's like so any current any uh, multiplayer first person shooter you know you're gonna have a lobby where everybody gathers and talks and then they go into the match and you play. But then there's always that in between time uh, in the lobby where people have a tendency to talk crap. These days it's a little bit more policed. Like PlayStation, if there's like bad stuff, they'll crack down on people. So I found that it's much more tame. Also, um, right now most kids are playing Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. So, and while so, and I've been playing the new uh, Black Ops Four, and it seems like the people who are playing it, it's like kind of a a different group of people. It's like more adults, our age group. So it's kind of cool. I I, I really enjoy it. But his post was uh, it was a lobby uh, from Modern Warfare Two, which so that's going back a few years. And if you listen to it, it's more I can't even. I cannot play it on here because it's so bad. It's like guys. Is that ver- uh, audio or what? Audio. It's just people talking trash, hardcore, like beyond. Like if 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 anybody's I, got I never a, engaged. In I such. don't even know how to describe it. It's so like over the top. Guys, just like. Do you remember you were it? An effing, you know, oh yeah, it, you, this, oh. I remember when it was like this. Did you ever get? I did not. It? No, <laughs> I was not. I did not engage. I would have just muted it. No, I waited. usually did. I yeah. just like I don't even want to hear it. I just mute. I, I, the t- only t- game I ever played online against strangers was Madden. Okay, yeah. I never. And I'm never big. See Madden, and that's a difficult one to do because one on one. If they want to talk, it's like you feel kind of awkward. Oh, no talking. No, I know because I played play on. The damn game. I played online before too, and the guy's like, "Hey man, what's up?" I, was like, I don't really want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to play. Play a football game, dude. And then yeah, you get to about, please don't quit. <laughs> but you know what? There's nothing better than him starting to in Madden specifically yeah. because it's football. You, he starts to beat you. And then it's like you just you just hang on, you hang on. Second half, you come out and you just start. You get on momentum spree and you start touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Yeah. And then it's like you hear them first half. They're like talking all this crap, and you're just sitting there being quiet. Yeah, don't worry. And then about all me. of a sudden, you just start pounding them, and then they quit. Yeah. Yes. I see. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Oh, the quitting part drives me. That's why I stopped. This. No, thank you. I'm done. If you're gonna, well, quit. the and worst I, is I, like I've, I've been like I've been getting housed and been like just take it, take it like a man. I don't know. I won't give know. up because I know no, that I come second either. half, I'm I, I'm gonna get get them back. Yeah, well, some way somehow, either or you won't, and that's okay too. Yeah, if so I lose, gonna, I lose. Who, how big of a ego? You know, how hard quit. is that for you that you can't handle getting beaten in an online video game? I mean, yeah. good God. Yeah, I mean, All that tough most, it up, folks. It's like, not, yeah. I, I get better. Like that's how. How else you be? You're scoring my first drop. Yeah, I quit. He's just blitzing me every time. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Well, they figure it out. You punt and then come back to the drum. Just try a screen pass. Like I don't know. Yeah. Like yeah. pussies. Like stop. I will say uh, recently. So I I got 
Black Ops 4, Call of Duty Black Ops 4. I hadn't bought a Black Ops. Why aren't you playing Red Dead Redemption 2? I hear it's fantastic. Why aren't you playing it? Everybody. It had the biggest opening for any movie, music, anything ever. It made almost a billion dollars. Wow. Well, mainly because I paid sixty bucks and got Call of Duty, and I didn't want to shell out another sixty bucks. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I'm cheap. No, I, I, I don't even know if that's true. That's secondhand information. I believe it was it. like nine hundred million dollars or nine hundred fifty million dollars. Like it cleared. Like in I the believe first it. Week. No, that was. I've just seen. I saw nothing the whole but. episode of South Park. Everybody in it was playing it. Like <laughs> the, the most recent episode. Awesome. Like, the sheriff's like, I just want to go home and play Red Dead Redemption yeah. Two. See the sunset I... over Cascade Village or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> like it's like. So I'm surprised you're not playing that. No. You don't play Fortnite. The boys play Fortnite. The boys play Fortnite. Yes. But do you I'm, have to crack down on them at all? Is there? Is I don't there let them a, play on. Except I let them play on the weekends. That's it. Really? They can't. It's too much for during. I the don't week? let them play during. I don't play. They don't let. I don't. It's just a personal rule. We don't. I don't let them play any video games during the week. Really? Yeah. How do you crack? How do you? How do you? Uh, like do you like take the systems and remove no, they them? They just. They just. They're not allowed. They to know do better. It. Do you beat on them then? No. <laughs> no. No. I just. I don't know. It's just we've had that rule for a long time. So the homework and reading? Or they can watch a little TV? Yeah. Homework, reading, and TV. That's nice. about it. You have smart kids? They're all right. <laughs> all right. They're all right. But no, I was going to mention, uh, what was I going to say? Um, I did have somebody tell me that I should take my my uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 back. It was like, because my, my... so How do you take it back? No, so my profile name, and in case anybody... I'm not very, uh, I don't go on very often, but if anybody does play any games online, my username is Strata J, Strata Dash J. Um, and I had a guy in the lobby who was like, Strata J, you are horrible. You should take your copy of Black Ops 4 back right oh, nice. now. <laughs> <laughs> For me, a good game is that's if your... I'm not on the bottom. Right. That's, that's how good I am. I mean, right. I'm bad, but. The game is built in a way that it's just addictive. They they've they catered mastered it. it. They mastered it. They know how to do it. Even a person as bad as me can have a good time. And that 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 online name like that goes back what fifteen years that you've used Strata as your alter ego. Oh, that goes like, back to IVCC, Mr. Yeah. Campbell's class. Yeah, that's your yeah, that's Brit- your, your pen letters. name, if yes, you will. Right. That was that goes back a long way. Right. Your creative writing, <laughs> Strata. Which just sounds great, especially for a, a shooter a strategy. But you suck at it, so there's no strategy right, at all. Right? No, none whatsoever. <laughs> no. Well, you whatsoever. gotta like. I I feel like you gotta be committed, almost like it's a full time job. I don't know how people to, to do just it. be that good. They're like, so good. I mean, like, people I mean, are like crazy good. Like Fortnite coaches. I've Have heard you of. seen videos of people playing Fortnite? I mean, it's crazy stuff. Like situations. There's videos where like guys are riding a cart. They'll jump off. Midair. I mean, they'll, they'll like fly off a cliff. They're falling midair, and then they'll pull out their sniper rifle while they're falling and shoot people. It's like I don't want to play with that kind of a person because that's just not. I've fun. never even witnessed Fortnite, I, so I don't even. I don't. I, to be completely honest, I've never even held a PlayStation Four controller. So like, it's how out of uh, the world oh man, of video you're, games that you're I out of touch. Yes, I. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> I don't play very often, but I, you know, I like. When you to, do, you get your ass. Kicked. I try to I, exactly. Thank you. That's, oh, it's true. But I still enjoy but you, it. You, but the best part is, you don't throw down your controller, kick the kick the TV, and walk out. You just take it and be like, well, I still enjoyed it. It was it's addictive. 
Yeah, well, right, because after for every ten matches that I get my ass kicked, there's one match where I do okay. Yeah. And that makes it worth it's it. It's like golfing. Yeah. Like, I parred a hole, guys. I don't know if you <laughs> saw that, but I... I, I, made it, I made that one putt. And then yep. that's... Yeah, that's my frame of reference. No one golfs anymore, but like that's so. how... Hole two. Yeah. Spring <laughs> Creek. That's right. You should get a par on that one. Is that right? That's not an easy hole. It's fun. Oh, that's true. Yeah. It's not. It's it's fairly yeah, long. Sense. I mean, and, and it's for a par three. It's a whole long hole. Oh, and the hole two is not a par three. Oh no, I'm thinking par three. Um, hole three. It's hole three. Yeah. Yeah, that's even, that's that's not an easy. Because you're right up against the trees with the road yeah, right there. Yeah, it's a tough one. It's tight. It's a tight corridor. Off the Coke machine. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't even know if that's still there. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there in a while. Just to put put it on there is tricky. It, it, it's intimidating because it's downhill. Yeah, well, good, good stuff, John. I, you got anything else? I think that's about probably about a show. No, it, uh, no. I had I, a bunch of space stuff that yeah, I'll we'll, save for next time. We'll save. We'll, we need a because space isn't going anywhere. We got to come up with some more show topic ideas. Because well, uh, I can easily talk about nerdy space stuff. So I'm gonna save that stuff because it's there's a lot to talk about. That sounds good. But hey, good show, John. All right, pull it off. Good stuff. That's it. I'll see you later. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Adios.